cannot play God, then wash your hands of the things that you've created. Sooner or later, the day comes when you can't hide from the things that you've done anymore. You, you want to start? You want to lead us in? Yeah. With the Monday night sure excitement? Oh, the Monday night excitement. You. Monday night. Monday night. Monday. Hi, welcome back. <laughs> it's another week of Beers, Beats and Battlestar Galactica. And it's a Monday night, as you may have guessed. So we are slightly delayed in getting this to you guys. So sorry about that. Well, I don't think it'll no. go out at the same time. Does it's it? It's just delayed yeah. for us. Okay, late for us. Because we usually report on the weekend. Okay, I failed math and have no concept of time. So bear with me. That's right. That's why um, do. I do all the work anyway. Uh, yeah. Well, oh. Excuse me. You really want to You really want to start that now? <laughs> I'll just take my <laughs> yeah, Guys, could you true. not have a domestic while we do the podcast? That'd be great. <laughs> well, it's okay. It is Monday night, it but is. we do have beer to drink. We do. We have a beer from America. America. Yay, Super Bowl. Yay, Super Bowl. Um, it was on in the office. I didn't watch any of it. Sorry. I didn't watch it this year either. Last year, to be honest, I just watched Lady Gaga. So this is a beer from Newport in Oregon. It is a Pendleton Pale Ale, but it's called Rogue Pendleton Pale Ale. So mm, I thought it was very on theme rogue. with all of the rogue terrorism people it's a terrorism episode can you tell lisa enjoyed this episode Yay, I think lisa terrorism. Enjoyed this episode. it's really easy to please me it's just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> make it if thing. anyone ever reads transcripts of these podcasts without the inflection of the way you talk about these things they're going to be so distressed like <laughs> i want that to be our first merch just a t-shirt because it says yay terrorism <laughs> <laughs> I, and then followed by i'm easy to please <laughs> no we definitely don't condone it we're just interested in it yes it's true. Um, There's a big difference. In the context of a science fiction television show and for Lisa more broadly. Yes. Um, not so me. broadly. Mm. Um, do we have any fan feedback before we get into this app? Yeah, we've had some really nice messages all week. We did get some. Thanks, um, guys. Yeah, I love Thank it. You. I love your tweets. Keep them coming. They're amazing. Um, Anna did send us a message uh, with lots of laughy faces because um, of our need for her to help Anna. us with, um, with ships. <laughs> um, so she said the reason she knows about them is because she plays a lot of video games. So, we're talking about the window, or we're talking about, okay, we're talking about the stealth ship. Yes. This is what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, the Blackbird. So, most of the ships, one. or very few of them, have windows, apart from the observation deck, obviously, because they're damaging and whatever. Mm. And so, that's why the stealth ship is so, like, hard to pick up, because obviously, it's black, is what I understand. But thanks to, yeah, yes. Um, so, it's because it's black, that was, like, accentuated, that's why it's hard to see. Um. Yeah, and also that Kane mentioned Caprica to Starbuck, but it was is in the sense of revenge, not about giving civilians a new place to live, and maybe that's why. But yeah, she said Razor probably gave her that understanding. Not, True, um, which you know you're banned from watching until from watching the end of this season. So. But thanks, Scuttlebutt. Yeah, big shout out to Supersonic and Scuttlebutt, <laughs> who both have their call signs on their Twitter profiles now, love it. which I love. It's great. Love it. Every time I see Live it. for it. Yay. We, well, you have like a few, but um, if I had Twitter, I'm sure that I would have... Um, what was mine? Argy bargy. Do you want me to put mine all in the middle of my name? There are so many of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have to go back through episodes. You look like your name is like when kids have like parents who have two names and then they give their kids like two names and then they have like a middle name. Yeah. Like hyphen on hyphen on hyphen. Yeah. It's just a Don't lot. Why would you quickly. do that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, if you want your own call sign, you can sponsor us for an episode. Yeah. And that would that's lovely. We love 
we like that um you can go to ko-fi it's at the top of our twitter page and i think that we have it on our soundcloud profile and all of the apps all or of maybe the we don't but we will because producer <laughs> tom just gave a nod <laughs> um yeah that's all from me cool what did you think of this episode well it is the 13th episode of season mm-hmm. two directed by rod hardy who i've had issues with in the past <laughs> but you know we're past kind of past it and mm-hmm. um written by joel aaron thompson who i think has written for this before so and what other episodes did old mate do the one you have issues with? oh i can't remember but i just remember i didn't like it okay, i knew cool. but i didn't write it down i think he was responsible for one of the two-parter that we didn't like in the ah, first season with you know the one we scenes. forget about yeah yeah okay from mm, our memory mm. um yeah i think anyway we won't hold it against him i think he's done some episodes of season two as well um don't hold it against me guys it's monday Mm -hmm. um but anyway i did not like this episode very much i'm sorry i found it to be like a mid-season filler episode Mm. where everything is like neatly resolved at the end i didn't feel like there was not one moment where i thought that they were going to kill sharon's baby or roslyn and i know that i have the privilege of Mm -hmm. having watched this series before and i'm interested to see what you thought yeah. But yeah, I did ne- I did not think that there were stakes. Yeah, Sharon's baby, I mean I thought they might have. I didn't think Roslyn would die. But it's the same You're as like, when Adama girl, was. Girl, I've yeah. seen the season three poster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what makes it hard, is like there's not spoilers, but there's like it's spoiler like enough. Spoilers. But I did like wonder how they were gonna get out of that if mm. she was that sick. It was pretty good, uh, I did think that the way mm. they resolved that was bonkers, but I was I was in for it. But it's been like we can talk about this in themes, but that's like been a theme in different um different sci-fi and there's been like actual experiments on mice and stuff we can mm. talk about that later it's we'll not as bonkers as you stuff. think <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so this, this is yeah i really liked it and that along with the terrorism thing both of those things i like but terrorism my other thing is also vampires and this really fits in like a lot of the vampire yeah, lore stuff comes from this true. kind of idea that's of true. like rejuvenation with blood and stuff so yeah just all the things. Lisa, the blood things and terrorism is my jam. <laughs> I'm a really peaceful person, I swear. <laughs> Unless I'm on a basketball Also, court. I just also need to say, there was no gator in this episode. That's very Zilch. upsetting. And that's always upsetting to yes, me. Yes, I know. Gator always. is bay. Yeah. Yeah, that is sad. And I was a little bit surprised. No Zarek. Yes, I was waiting for Zarek to show mm-hmm. up. Although Six being involved is pretty cool. Someone's bankrolling that Cloud9 establishment, though. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you think, mm-hmm. like, you know, this is yeah. cash money. Yeah, it could be Zarek. Well, Make I'm glad that you liked it because it will balance us out a bit. <laughs> um, should we get into the beat, baby? We should. Let's do it. Let's go. All right, let's do it. Monday. Woo. Woo. A lot of this episode was in flashbacks. Um, oh, which we which don't generally like. I still don't like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I feel like this show needs these ones to... at least weren't repetitive. Yes. That's... And they well, were interesting. They were repetitive. Well, I mean, but still like... They weren't as the repetitive. Same scene yeah. again they've and learned, again and they've again. They've learned some things yeah. from season one. It yeah. was like different scenes, but reinforcing That's the same point. Yeah. But it was <laughs> with still the same characters scenes. and the same pink suit. Yes. Ah, uh, pink or purple? I had that purple Ooh, suit though. That's oh my, my god! Are we going to get to that white and blue dress all over again? Wait, mm. black and blue. It was black oh. and blue or white and gold? 
Red and white and gold. Yeah, you're right. Black and blue, it's, red and gold. It was 100 percent black and, and blue. Like I refuse to have this conversation. Oh, I can't even remember what colours I thought it was. <laughs> Producer Tom's backing me up. I'm pretty sure I white thought it was gold. white and gold. Oh. Oh, I've got to look it up. Don't put your finger up at me. <laughs> I'll have anyway, a look when I go home. We digress. Continue. We start with a flashback from Roslyn in Caprica. We're told it was 189 days ago. So yes. before we don't act, at this point we don't know when, but we know it was before, obviously, Cylon invasion. I thought that we knew that she had that happen on this like she found out on the same day that the attack happened so i assumed that was when the attack happened and i was like well now we know see i thought they were holding out till when she's like i'm going to the galactica and then i'm going to come back and we're going to talk like it's white I and gold that scene is no it's black and blue like it's white and gold to me no okay listeners you tweet us your feedback what do you think the <laughs> what dress about is? that what three three year old <laughs> meme like we have we have questions <laughs> We've got unresolved things. We obviously have different eyesight. Yeah. Season uh, two, episode three, in which we talk about <laughs> an old meme that we still are angry about. Also episode 13. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but it's season two, so it's not episode 13 of our podcast. It's not. Oh, producer Tom got get. Yeah, yeah, but it's not the 13th episode we have done of this podcast, Gosh, is you guys it? are bad on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm crabby. I'm crabby. Um, I'm crabby because of this episode. No, I'm not really. This so I think it means fine. 189 days it has been since the attack. That's what I took it as because in the miniseries, she finds out from the Doctor that she has cancer on the I'm not disputing that. Day. Yeah, I'm just oh, saying no, no, I'm I think not the show wanted, like, you're smart, so you got it right away. Oh, I but see I what you did there. But I think the show yep. was like, when she's like, I'm going to the Galactica and when I come back, blah, blah, mm, blah. Mm. I think that was supposed to be for, like, those who aren't keeping up, let's mm-hmm, say, to be mm-hmm. like, oh, it was the same day, whoa. Yeah. You know? Anyway, yep. it was that day. Mm. You are yes. correct. cool. And, um, yeah, she finds out that Rosalind finds out her cancer test is positive, and then she's kind of, like, dipping her foot in a pond. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she remembered seeing Bolter and Six together. Yeah. At the same location she was at. Yeah. With a fountain. Yeah. Interesting. But before anything can really be, like, shown, um, she kind of had snapped back to reality because um, Doc Coddle's like, hey, uh, she's probably going to die. Yeah. Doesn't say to her, just says it in front of over Yeah. Her. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. Um, and then after the opening credits, we, we have a few scenes this episode with Starbuck. Mm-hmm. Um, Starbuck has a, a bit of a... I don't even think action. I really have notes on those. That's fine. They were small. They were that... Yeah, that it was like <laughs> the scene with Starbuck and her fellow Viper pilot. I know she's she was crabby. Late. She's late and crabby. Was, yeah. There's a weapons malfunction. Starbuck and Cat shits the damage. Yeah, you know, I resonate <laughs> with Starbuck in this episode. Um, and they make it back to the Galactica where Starbuck tells the chief that he missed something because of this malfunction. Mm-hmm. But Callie, because women get shit done, they Callie do. finds the rounds. Some rounds in the ship have been tampered with. Yeah. So they suspect that it's been a sabotage. Yeah. Um, Adama checks in on his, his mate, Rosalind, mm-hmm. who's unconscious. Um, Coddle's like, she's dying. She knows she's dying. And then Rosalind's like, what? she's remembering this argument with President Ada. This is the first time we've seen the president yeah. on and the screen. Yeah, and he's old mate who's on everything. I was about to say, he's like definitely a B to C list actor. Yeah, yeah, 149 acting credits on Whoa. IMDb. Colm Fiore. He was in House of Cards recently, which is probably uh, a place that we'd remember him yes, from. Yes, that's probably true. Um, rip. And then we... <laughs> it's okay. We're getting clear Underwood I know. Season. I'm actually really happy. I'm really down for that. Frank I was Underwood. ready to stop watching House of Cards. I think we talked about this. I was like, I'm done now. I'm just fucking done. I'm well, I told you to finish off that season because 
because of the ending of that season and I thought you would like that. And it was a struggle. Mm. It was a real struggle. But I'm really excited to see Spacey just swiftly disposed of. And, uh, you know, my time. Yeah, I'm really happy for Claire Underwood to take over as well. It's going to be amazing. But, yeah, he's definitely on there and he's on a bunch of stuff. Like, I looked him up. He is, like, yeah, all the acting credits. So, So, yeah. Mm. So, Ada, who seems like a dick. He does. Is, like... I don't care about these striking teachers. And nah. Watson's like, so well, you should. Teachers also undervalued in the yeah. Battle Psychological Society. Some things never change. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she seems to regain consciousness uh, just as, you know, Coddle and Adama are talking over her. Mm. Um, and I don't know if you've seen um, any Monty Python. I know you probably are have. Are you kidding okay. me? So, like, she it's has like, like this moment. My family. Okay, I'm glad. I'm probably not as into it as you, but I know enough from my family. Are you talking about the machine that goes pink? No. <laughs> I was going to say, say like, you're not qualified. I'm, I'm not dead yet. Like, that's like her <laughs> moment of like, they're like, oh, she's probably going to die. She's like, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> I mean, she's like, essentially, like, I'm not dead yet. And then she's like, but let's talk about that. Someone <laughs> Baby that needs to be aborted because oh, you know I'm laughter. so happy to bring Monty Python into this. I was <laughs> just doing about ever evolving <laughs> list of subjects we talk about when we talk about Battlestar Galactica. It just reminds me of the meaning of life when she's in the room and she's like, and there's the machine that goes ping and she's like, what should I do? And he's like, nothing. You're not qualified. This is all these it's doctors. It's meaning of life, you know. It's so good. Anyway. Um, continue. Anyway, anyway, now I know. Now you know what I mean. <laughs> you feel. Um, Coddle is like, yes. So Cylon mm. baby Sharon's fetus has some genetic abnormalities. Bolter's like in his head, but it's my baby, mm-hmm. and he's just like, no, but the test test didn't do anything. Like they weren't conclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's an expert. Although who made who decided? <laughs> who decided? That? That? Or is just like classic white man? Like I decided totally. I'm an expert on he this knows, topic. He knows ten to twenty percent of the <laughs> subject matter, so he's like, yeah, 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 I'm qualified. Um, but to to his um, credit. Bolter does give a good reasoning about mm. Sharon's tactical value to the fleet, which I agree with because yes. we know and Bolter knows mm. intimately that, you know, the Cylon's pretty fixated on having some kind of cross-racial mm. or species, uh, you know, system. Yep. Um, and, you know, this baby is going to be the key to that. But Rosalind's just like, you know what? No, the security of the fleet, pregnancy's got to go. Even Adama seems like he's like, I don't mm. know, are you sure? But Rosalind's like, nah. And the like, like my last well, wish. My mate's basically. dying. I guess I better give her this one. Yeah, sure, we'll kill a baby. Mm, poor papa. Yeah. 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 Sad face, the yeah, Sad face. <laughs> He's sad. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that meme of James Cameron? When um, oh, there's this great meme that went around again in in talking about pop culture from long from years. That's what happens when you get years gone by. I know when um, Catherine Bigelow, who's his Mm ex-wife, won the Oscar for The Hurt Locker, Mm -hmm. um, which you know he was running. James Cameron was nominated for Avatar. Ah. You know how they have like the winner goes up and they always cut to like the like losers who are nominated. Mm -hmm. There's like this like her like getting the trophy and then it cuts to him and it's just like frowning and it's like he's sad <laughs> yeah he's like so yes, sour but bitch. it's also great because avatar is i'm sorry but a very overrated film and yeah. i i look i'll own that i went to see that at the movies like i was down for it but i can't remember if i saw it at the cinema when you think back to like you know cast your mind back to 2011 or 2010 or whenever it came Gosh. out and you're just like yeah, Avatar was a film. It was popular. But yeah, you can't really remember like being affected by. It. Whereas it like if I think of the Hurt Locker, Romeo I'm like, and oh, Juliet that was with aliens. It's like Pocahontas. Oh, Pocahontas, Pocahontas with, with aliens. With aliens. I knew it was something yeah. with aliens. Yeah, wasn't that amazing? Bone Valley. 
Yes. Fern, oh, very I love like Fern, Fern Gully. Gully. Yeah. Much. Yes. Oh, Fern Gully is such a great movie. It I watched that so movie. many times when Frightened I was younger. Frightened me as a child, though. Yeah, and it teaches you so really many good things about Tim the environment. Curry, scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. But so many valuable lessons about the environment yeah. I learned from that movie. Also, Robin Williams is a bat. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right. Anyway, mm. if you haven't seen Fern Gully, get on it, guys. That's really <laughs> taken us back. Back to Battlestar Galactica. Yes. A show that has nothing to do with the show Fern Gully. Although I think we could say there have been some crossover in tropes. Um, <laughs> like what? <laughs> well, you know, like people like Hilo, you know, shacks up with another race mm. because he's like, oh, they fall in love, blah, blah, blah. That's pretty much the plot of that guy who gets shrunk in Fern Gully. Yeah, maybe. Without a baby. What does she say? Can you feel its pain or something? Yeah, it's like Krista, isn't it? Krista. Krista. It is Krista. The most early 90s name. Such an early 90s name. <laughs> Krista. I'm going to go home and watch that. I, I reckon And I'm I pretty sure the guy is called like Zach or mm. Matt or something. Like he has like a real like mm-hmm. pleb name for mm. the early 90s. Sorry, really Zachs and Matts. You're still cool. We like you. Yeah, we do. Continue. Anyway, continue. <laughs> continue. Um, so Bolter tries to make Adama see his point of view. He's like, you know, Rosalind's illness is just making her crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Adama toes the company line. He, he does. You know, Adama tells Bolter what we've all thought before, which is essentially pull yourself together, suck it up, mm-hmm. behave like a president you're going to be. Mm-hmm. And then Six shows up in a new outfit. She did have a new outfit. It was a new outfit. We should have done a Six outfit count from the start. I know. Mm. Can't start that now. No, though. too late. Too confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly if you, I don't know, do you include Gina? Do you include the other Sixes? Yeah, do you I don't know. Six it's on too Africa? Hard. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> Silent life. Yeah. Anyway, Six has got a new outfit. Hot topic. Mm-hmm. Um, she says that she's never left him, but he's like, well, weeks have passed. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's open for, you know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I was going to finish that sentence by saying. What do you say? Open for interpretation. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Monday, guys. Uh, <laughs> and she's super angry still about Gina. She's like angry about Gina because she feels like he's cheating on her with her, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but she's also like fearful about their child, which again, isn't their child. So there's a few flawed arguments. Yeah. In this. Look, she bit cray. Yeah, bit cray. Mm. But you know, that's what we've come to expect in Love from Six. Yes. Particularly when she says her. things like, you know, just use the nuke that you got. Mm, yeah. <laughs> there is also this really, they do the spinning thing again, which mm. now I'm noticing because I know mm. you always point it out. I and know. they were really doing it. It was like really spinning. I was and like, you're whoa, like, get me whoa, off this ride. I feel nauseous. There's a lot of spinning here. Yeah, lots of spinning. Yes. I did like twirling, Bolter twirling. kind of like pulling himself by the collar mm-hmm. and then like it cutting as they've started to do mm-hmm. a lot more this season, showing like him just being crazy Which in the like, awesome. middle of groups of people. I love it. It's good. I, I feel like it's building the credibility of him behaving like that because yep. you're like, cool. All right. It is actually a thing. Yeah. Um, so Adama has the difficult task of telling Hilo they're going to murder his baby. <laughs> Hilo doesn't understand. <laughs> But I, I have to say, um, I'm going to butcher his name, but it's like Tamoa. Is it? Tamo? Tamoa? Tamau? 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 Pennicott. Okay, yeah. That actor mm. who, who, you know, The actor like. who plays Hilo. Yeah. The actor who plays Hilo did some pretty good acting in this scene. Yeah. I don't feel like he's often challenged too much <laughs> acting-wise. No. Emotionally, you know. But I think but he I can think act. he did pretty good work. Yeah, I think yeah. he did good work in this scene. It's good. What did you think? I scene. can't remember who's acting, <laughs> but it was, I do it remember that. It was forgettable. It was, it good. was, yeah. It was yeah, I'm sure it was good. I, I mean, mean, if it was bad, you'd remember it. Yeah. Like, oh, it that was, was terrible. I don't think he was bad. I just, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, Hilo says that he should be the one to tell Sharon after which he's I kind think of like, fair. okay, yeah, which I think is fair too. Mm. And Adama's like, look, you just have to accept the decision, which is kind of a shit thing to tell someone mm-hmm. about their kid. Yeah. Um, and he again uses military hierarchy to get rid of an uncomfortable situation. Which like You know, also, like the you're dismissed thing. Yeah. But also like, look at what happens when people try to fuck with Adama's kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not going to use half the fuel's reserves exactly. to, like, help to get that baby child. away. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Ridiculous. Basically, if you're not a Dharma's kid or pseudo kid, you're not nothing. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, on the CIC, Ty and Apollo butt heads, because we're back to usual, mm-hmm. uh, over this sabotage of the ships mm-hmm. that's going on. And um, Apollo and Starbuck go to speak to some random deck gang member we have never seen before. Nope. But apparently they had to get all these civilians on the ship because mm-hmm. they were under-resourced or whatever hand-wavy explanation they had. This chick's super extreme. Super extreme. She just crazily yells and is like, we want peace! And it's like, <laughs> what? It like, doesn't seem like it. Yeah. We're not being very peaceful right now. No. Um, yeah. Yeah, so she has this crazy mm. outburst. Ty, Bolter, Apollo, and Papa Adama review the propaganda in her bunk and they find out she's like part of this like rogue, wink, wink. Oh, I've heard of that. <laughs> group. Uh-huh. Um, that like kind of a defending the treatment of the Cylons. I really don't understand their logic. I totally understand that you'd have a split off in the military tactics. Yeah. Like you'd have civilians that agree and but disagree. But they seem to want to have peace with the Cylons, which like. Which is weird. How? Yeah, because it's like they're like, because just they stop keep... shooting them and it will work out. It's like, no, but no. they keep chasing you. Yes. They keep trying to kill you. Yes. It's not even like they have a very aggressive let's get the Cylons tactic. No. Like the battle style. They're just like, just let's trying not to be killed by the Cylon yeah. tactic, which I think personally is a good tactic. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe I'm just unreasonable, but I think it's a pretty good one. <laughs> I know. It's very strange. Like, I, I don't necessarily buy that there would be political divides and idealistic mm. divides in the fleet, but I, I don't that think they're... that it would be that like ludicrous like to me it's ludicrous that they'd be like we just need to sit here and wait and the silence will be yeah. fine i think that there would be divides because really like with this military like leadership stuff like i can totally understand that that would be a divide yeah but i don't get that they would think that there could be peace with the silence like, that's what how? i mean yeah. I, do, I don't disagree that there would be like divides mm. people have different opinions yeah yeah but i just don't but also think like they're cutting off their nose to spite situ- their face exactly. like they're relying exactly. on these resources and then what they go blow up like a tillium tank mm. like that's mm. ridiculous i know they're idiots yeah i mean anyway we're impartial and they're also aggressive whenever they speak to them yeah like every time someone's like oh so what's the deal with you guys they're like we want peace and it's <laughs> like <laughs> they're like chill. the most unchill unpeaceful peace protesters yes I mean, there's a lot of those, but still. Yeah, true. Maybe that's part of the point. Mm. Um, Rosalind continues remembering scenes from her past. She thinks about this discussion she had with the teacher who was striking, or Mm -hmm. like the union rep, I guess. Yeah. And then she kind of flashes through a diagnosis and wakes up again. So there were like a few scenes like this where they're just kind of, to me, the same scene, but I guess it's trying to get it like the, the... uh, order of events are they also like showing how she was able to negotiate with like someone yeah before? she's a master political operator I yeah because i think what i did like about the throwback scenes is that i think that we came to regard rosalind as a certain type of person and like mm. put up next to the military mm. she was always sort of seen as like a softer kind of like an old educator like not all the time mm-hmm. obviously she's made some decisions but like kind but of the she's way actually that we a political were... operator oh like absolutely seeing, yeah yeah and i don't You're think right. that yeah i think the way that that she was received by the um by the battle cycle like galactica was yeah. that she was like soft and like yeah. this and then that a teacher they yeah. call her a yeah teacher. yeah they call yeah. her a teacher and stuff and i think that 
what's really cool about this is you see just like how much she was always really like playing the game politically and like Mm. then some of those decisions that you sort of see made where we've gone oh that doesn't really seem like maybe it would be Rosalind now Mm. I'm like reflecting on that and being like maybe actually it was her yeah that's Mm. true that's true yeah so this is why I like the flashbacks probably didn't need that many of them but I did like her like of all the flashbacks low bar yeah I've liked these ones it's not the worst yeah I agree um Adama and Ty have the leader of the sympathizers on board, the Galactica, mm-hmm. who does a lot of kind of yelling. Mm-hmm. So does Ty, because mm. it's Ty. Yep. Um, That's how he communicates. Yeah. And again, this is where the logic of these like um, detractors doesn't really work, because mm. he's like, the fleet should surrender. The military decisions haven't led to any victories. Um, Yes, they have. Yes. They haven't died a million times. Yes. 100%. <laughs> but you know, Adama yes. does what Adama does, and he just and has just, him arrested. And strangles him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sounds you know, good. That's Sounds how he rolls. Sounds good to me. Um, Starbuck has this kind of scene with Apollo where she tries to talk to him about his like suicidal thinking, I guess. Yeah, and he just brushes that off. Yeah, I guess that whole point of that episode was to be like, hey, you remember how he's still down? Yeah, he's still down. He's yeah. still in a tough place. Yeah, um, I imagine that's going to come back up. I, I would agree with that. I mean, yeah. no spoilers, but, you know, yeah. why would you have it in here otherwise? Yeah. Um, and also they find an explosive, da, 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 in, I think, the girl's name, lady's name, who went cray cray, was <laughs> Janik or Janique. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, they find explosives in her belongings. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a scene with Sharon being devastated, which is like every Sharon scene lately. Yes, and also smashing run. her head into the glass. Yes, so she's told about her impending forced abortion. Yes, um, which is horrific, but I also just don't know why, like smashing your head against the glass is going to help well yeah because he always like blah 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 they found something in the blood it's going to be dangerous sharon's like what do you mean i've done so much to help and then he's like mm. i think they're still afraid of you and that's like when she's like goes ham like yeah. she's like what do you mean they're afraid of like she's she's just like you want to see crazy oh i'll show you crazy yeah yeah um, which is yeah that's basically what she's doing but it doesn't really yeah it doesn't i don't get it either because it's like all i could the only logic I could apply for that is like her being like, if you're going to kill my baby, you're going to have to kill me too. Or mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm going to fucking lose like, my mind. Like it's a freaking horrific, horrible totally, thing to do. Totally, totally. But, but like yeah. it just seemed like a weird reaction. Yeah. According to my subtitle, she yelled angrily. But oh. I think it was a bit more than yelling angrily. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Sharon is having a rough trot. I think it's safe and to say. And she feels pain. Yeah. 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 That's true. Um, so, it's like, you. yeah, why? Um... Apollo and his team head to this ship. We haven't seen this ship before. It's called the Daru Mazu, Daru Mazu, something like that. The ship that the sympathizers are supposedly on. I thought they were on Cloud Nine. I know, but you know they oh, go to look for one. explosives. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. Um, we haven't been on Cloud Nine yet at this point. Okay. Um, and then there's like this, <laughs> there's this radio announcement that's like, "This is for you. This is for peace." Blah blah blah. Like you know, mm-hmm. typical kind of yeah. self, you know, mm-hmm. blowing up. Well unintended uh, <laughs> blowing themselves up and then they nearly blow the ship up yeah um so they try to there's this explosive that's set off on this ship it nearly tears apart the the um the viper that's mm-hmm. been sent and it blows up a big wing of the ship mm. um so adama kind of responds by interrogating that that leader mm. jahi i think he's called or jahi um and yeah that's when he's choking him oh while yeah speaking threateningly yes very um, adama yes very adama there was like a lot of very adama adama moments mm, mm. 
Um, Bolt, Billy gives Bolter this like awkward tour of the Colonial One. Hmm. Uh, he takes Bolter through the known Cylon Angels, which of course has six in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Billy also explains the whiteboard with population count. Um, you know, he gets he gives Bolter a letter that's traditionally given from outgoing presidents which to incoming. I just don't agree with it being given to him then. Well, I agree. It's like yeah. she's not dead yet. Like, no. didn't you get the memo? No, Billy, you're so yeah. stupid. He is anyway. Um, and then the phone rings for Bolter on mm-hmm. Colonial One, which I don't understand how they got that number nope. and got p- patched through. No. Nope. Um, and Bolter was just like, oh, hello. Oh, yeah, it me. Um, but, you know, <laughs> he, he goes to whoever's on the end of the line. I guess they don't have <laughs> cell phones. So it's like, True. so they they probably They're have probably a tracking system. Bolter's movements anyway. Because he's the vice president. I guess they mm. called up, like, wherever he usually lives. They like, called earlier, like, Billy answered, hung up. Call back. <laughs> <laughs> Calling back, waiting for Walter. Yeah, cool. <laughs> oh, mm. man. Anyway, Gina patches through. Yeah. It's Gina. Um, we understand now how Gina escaped. Yeah. I still call Zarek, but yeah. that's not founded on any I actual mean, recollection. He's good at helping people get gone. I mean, we don't know how she escaped last season. No. I mean, last episode after she shot Kane mm. in front of a billion people. We assumed it was Walter, though. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I find it weird that Cloud Nine is where people go to hide. It's like surely the security, but being maybe the most expensive ship. It's like in Harry Potter when mm. they go to the Hogshead, mm. and they're like, "We'll go there because no one goes there." And then there were like three people really there, and two of them, mm. like, you know. So it's like, well, you should have just gone to three broomsticks, and then people wouldn't have heard you or cared. They would have just been like oh of course they're there Lisa's lessons trademark yes (laughs) no I agree maybe it's like a thing where because there's so many people there and it's like Mm. obviously an ecosystem of kind of you know media Mm -hmm. and um, politics and whatnot it's easier to get through I don't know anyway she's there um, and Gina also has sensible glasses now. They're so sensible. They're so sensible. She looks so gorgeous. Yeah, she does. And she's also apparently a member of this peace movement mm-hmm. now um, and seems pretty okay mm. after all the trauma of the last two well, episodes. Well, until some fracking idiot yeah. decides to yeah. force himself on her, in which I've written in my notes, no, 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 <laughs> no, just no, actually. <laughs> yes. That's pretty succinct. That's a pretty yeah. good reaction. And then I think I wrote, why the frack are you apologizing, girl? You're the victim here. He just forced this on you. True. And in, then the, I wrote, uh, in the current not. Me Too climate, mm-hmm. um, definitely reads worse than mm-hmm. I the first time I mm-hmm. watched it. Mm-hmm. The first time I watched it, I was like, oh, you're an idiot. That was like, she did not consent to that. And this time I was like, oh, no, 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 no. no. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. How many more no's? There were a lot of no's. <laughs> there were a lot of no's. Yeah, anyway, the gist of this scene is that Bolter shows up. He's like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed at how real you are. It's like, no, you're not overwhelmed. This happens every time. <laughs> um, anyway, hasn't stopped thinking of her. Then he tries to kiss her. She's like, please, no, I'm not ready. And and then she she's kisses like, her anyway. Yeah. Um, it's uncomfortable. And then she makes it appropriate. And then she's like, actually, hold up. I can save you. Blah, blah, blah. Fleet's crumbling. You need to be president. Turn the fleet over to, you know, from Adama and take control. It was very, it was very head six mm. of her, you mm. know. She had a different side to Gina. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Bolter kind of is like, oh, no, I'm not going to be. Get dis- what I, want. I don't want to be responsible for the destruction. If I'm not getting any. Is that how you read it? You were like, he was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I just read it as him being like a coward, um, as usual. But yes, I think that, I mean, maybe that's I'm fair wrong. too. Yeah. Um, maybe there's a mix of both. 
I've never heard you say, maybe I'm wrong with any conviction. <laughs> <laughs> Should I have conviction then? No. You're like, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Probs not. It's all right to do the same thing. Like, it's possible. <laughs> there is a small probability. Yeah. There is a small, small percentage, <laughs> but, you know, that's statistically inadequate. <laughs> anyway. Um, that was a scene. There is also a scene with Rosalind again remembering her time on Caprica, but this time revealing she was having Ooh, an affair. Yeah. Shock. It having is, an affair with yeah. President Ada, fearless actor extraordinaire. <laughs> it yeah. is. I did not, like, I knew it this time, but I remember not seeing that coming at all. Because it's like kind of a sidebar. It's but funny it's still because relevant. I didn't, I wouldn't have seen it coming except mm. when they started doing the scenes together, the, like this episode I saw it Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So in the first the scene, I, yeah, there was a kind of intimacy and I was like, oh, maybe, maybe that's a thing. I guess like those 150 credits that guy's been on really honed his <laughs> Yeah. <ability>. So much <laughs> acting skills um, with a Z. Yeah. It also reveals that I think to your point about Rosalind's political maneuvers, mm. that she undermined the president mm. by negotiating that disagreement with those teachers. Yeah. And he obviously expected that that wouldn't happen and that she would fail yeah um and then he tells her to resign which is bullshit because yeah. by she's like, like well i could also go to the press well, i mean she yeah. didn't but she could have she yeah she stands up to him yeah. um and i think that that does a lot because i think if you were just going to introduce roslyn having this affair and then there wasn't like it was just like oh she was having an affair it'd be like that doesn't really develop her character. No. If anything, that makes her kind of look weaker. Mm-hmm. Like she only got that role because she was screwing the boss or whatever. Mm. I'm not saying that was why. But this almost I, makes I her look to more think powerful. That it was her political savvy yeah. that attracted him to her. I agree. But yes, I do I do think it's interesting. And it does like going back and thinking about her kind of conversations and the, her reactions to President mm-hmm. Ada being gone mm. makes sense. Because like, it's it feels like scene together. Yeah. Before um, she goes to Galactica. It does actually feel like because it, it always seemed like they were close friends. Yes, but now and she it had a kind bit of, of insight to his perspective, an element on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So I guess in in defence of the flashbacks, they do do well to you know mm. create that. Um, Adama gets on the gets on the wireless to the ship and tells them it's time to pray if that's mm. your way, which I thought was very open minded. Yes, and um, if not, just keep us in your thoughts, which is nice too. Yeah, while that's kind of like really weirdly intercut with Sharon being like sedated by guards yes. to be taken to the infirmary. I mean, I guess that maybe they're trying to illustrate that like everyone's praying for Rosalind and then just like yeah, but they're treating Ro- because of Rosalind's Cylons, like Cylons. because of Rosalind's like orders. Mm. Yeah, shit gets rough. Mm-hmm. Um, Adama kind of watches this happening with Sharon, um, and then you know he, that Helo's at the infirmary entrance. Adama's like, "Think about what you're doing." Um, they kind of have this standoff, and then as he is wont to do, Volta interrupts, saying he was wrong, mm-hmm. um, and he reveals this with kind conviction. Of, yeah, crazy, <laughs> crazy breakthrough as he always seems to have mm-hmm. at the you know eleventh hour. Mm. Um, he shows Adama that Cylon blood is different from our own, which was what was proven, like Coddle had already proved. Mm-hmm. But he says, like, you know how, like, one thing I noticed in the scene is, you know how he's doing all that doodling throughout the episode? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, but apparently that's what's supposed to have made sense. Like, oh, the drawing he did, he was working it out. I know. He was, like, beautiful minding it. I looked at that it. and it was like, no, <laughs> no. Look, I'm not a biologist, but I don't think that it's that made any sense. It's just shape. It's yeah. like, here's a box. And here's another box. And, and here's some lines between this them. Box. And everyone's like, oh, my God. Yeah, everyone's like, no. like, oh, my Lord. And I'm like, um, you just drew half that S symbol. 
Yeah. So there's a um there's a really cool podcast called Buffering the Vampire Slayer. I'm yes. sorry, I dropped it. Anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Anyway, they do this thing called hell math, which is like random things like this that happen in Buffy that don't mm. make any actual mm. sense. So mm. I think this is hell math, but like the Battlestar I mean, Galactica version, like space math. Space math. Mm. Yeah, I would agree. I kind of feel like 80 to 85% of Bolter's brilliance is space math. Mm. Like it doesn't make sense. No. I know he's supposed to be a genius, but we literally never see him doing anything like smart. Like. No. Unless he, he just tells or, him to do yeah, it. Yeah, and he already has the explanation. We never see him going, hmm, 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 hmm. Mm. Oh, this, 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 I know that would probably be boring TV, but, you know. Yeah. I just, I, I think that was lazy. Space math. Space math. Mm. You're right. Anyway, apparently because space math, um, silent blood has no blood type, so it's resistant to disease. Mm. And apparently in all this time, I don't know when Bolto got time to do this, when he wasn't on Cloud Nine or going to cl- like um, Colonial One, but somehow he had time to like, apply a sample of Sharon's fetal blood, I don't know when he got that, to Rosalind's cancer blood, don't know when he got that, and it eradicated the cancer. So it's a cure. Yeah. And it works immediately. Immediately. According to Bolter. Yes, that's how Um, things work. So he's like, we should just use this fetal blood from this one test that I've done based on this drawing that I drew. I guess she's dying anyway. Yeah. Uh, to treat I mean, Roslyn. if it's a thing of like, maybe she'll live, but she's going to die anyway. My notes were like, this seems really wacky. But then again, we are watching a sci-fi show about robots trying to eradicate humans. So That's not that wacky. No, but like in the universe, there are lots of <laughs> wacky things that happen, you know? Yep. So why not this, I guess? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a similar plot yeah. line to this. So a lot of people have said The 100 is quite like Battlestar Galactica. Uh-huh. It's newer. This is mild spoilers for season one, but I feel like it's old enough now that people would know. And they had a similar thing happen where they had... um. So it was like people coming down from space. Earth had been destroyed by a nuclear war. It wasn't like robots versus mm. humans. But um, but uh, they had people who'd been in bunkers in Earth. And mm. like they realized that if they took the blood from the people who'd been in space, that they could go outside because they mm. were like contained. And so it was like that question space was genes. really explored. Yeah, but it was really explored there because it was like a symbiosis kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And actually, they've tested symbiosis in rats. Oh, para- no, parabiosis? I think it's called parabiosis. Basically, if you attach a young mouse to an old mouse, mm-hmm. the Sounds like creepy. Yeah, it's really creepy. <laughs> but if you attach it like their blood and it flows through both of them, the or older you can person join will, them like twins. Yeah, basically, Ooh. you the older person will um, become younger. Mm. Um, and so it's a really interesting thing because if you think about it from a perspective so of it's like, like Voldemort with the unicorn blood. Yeah, except with a person. Except with a person, it's really not quite the same. But it's like a, it's an interesting thing where um, it's a, it brings up a lot of interesting questions. If you think about the way that the world is becoming like further and further like unequal, Mm -hmm. and if you think about this technology that they're sort of realizing with the mice, Mm. if they realize that for humans, like at what point do we end up like? doing parabiosis like rich people doing parabiosis with like poor young people have you seen never let me go no well spoiler alert for never let me go but i can't talk about this without talking about it essentially the plot of never let me go which is a great book and an okay movie do you have the book yeah i think i do can you loan it to me yeah essentially the plot (laughs) is like there's these like schools Mm. in england where kids are like brought up and they like don't have parents and they go to this boarding school and it's kind of posh but Mm. like they have a good life i was like the island and then when i haven't watched the island and then when they get to like uh so they're like kids they grow up Mm. through it and then when they're like 18 to 19 they're like harvested for their Mm. organs and that's just like their yeah, life. Yeah, the island is a similar thing. Enough. It's like they're clones of people, though. 
and they live on yeah. an island and it's the same thing yeah. where they're like just existing for the person ha- yeah like harvesting yeah yeah and it's such Cray-cray. an interesting yeah it's an interesting concept and that's why i thought when i saw this i really liked it because i think mm. that like technology as it is now like it could it's be possible. a point in the future mm. where like and it's not just injecting like I mean, I think injecting young blood does help. I mean, there's no proven tests on humans. They've used human blood in mice. Are you <laughs> laughing for at a me? Friend. Asking for a friend. <laughs> Producer Tom is just losing his mind. Am I like... You are really into vampires. Out. <laughs> this is a thing. It's like, this is a... Oh, I think uh, injecting young blood does help. Uh, I'm not a scientist, <laughs> but, but I'm really into vampires. And I just think it's really interesting from that perspective of like, Using the blood because vampires usually go for younger people mm. too, and mm. like using the blood of someone to like go for to extend your life. Anyway, I'm done. <laughs> well, anyway, um, <laughs> this is what you- we get some young blood. We get some very young very blood young because blood. it's not actually a born baby yet; no. it's just a fetus. Um, so instead of twist, instead of the abortion, mm. um, to takes some blood from Sharon. And transfers it to Rosalind. And how can Rosalind... She can't kill that baby now. No. Um, so Rosalind, like, lies in her coma reminiscing or whatever. I don't know if it's a coma, but, you know, she's out of it. Um, and she remembers the negotiations with that union speaker again. Mm. I don't know who that guy was called, but the union guy. Mm. But then she clearly remembers Bolter kissing Six mm-hmm. in the background, which yep. we all remember because it's very unpleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, she kind of goes into, like, arrest, which... You know, it's mm. not improbable. No. <laughs> not I mean, she was about to die. They just injected you know. weird shit into her. Yeah, head. it's like she kind of flatlines for a minute, but then she regains this heartbeat. Yeah. Um, because dramatic tension. Yeah. Um, and then she looks up at Bolter and she's kind of like, you. And, and mm-hmm. we as the audience like, ooh. Oh, did shit. someone sort out Bolter's shit? Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, mm-hmm. realise. And then he's like, oh, it's good to see you. And then Sharon's just like looking from the next bed like, the fuck? <laughs> Well, I think Sharon. I love has an the position but... this puts Rosalind in, by the way. Yeah, it is interesting. Mm-hmm. It is interesting because she owes her life now to mm. this baby. Mm. Um, I just think it's really interesting. Yeah. Well, forty-eight hours later, mm-hmm. Coddle tells Adama he's never seen anything like this recovery. Her mm-hmm. cancer is completely eradicated. Mm-hmm. So that um, I don't pay it. But that sure. check, yeah, that Chekhov's gun. It was not that gone much off, blood. but you know, like know. it wasn't enough. Also, I have questions. Having never been pregnant, maybe if you've been pregnant, you can give us perspective on this. But I don't really mind. No offense. Um, can you take that much blood from a fetus and it be okay? Um, so. I wondered that too. I think um, so. I've been pregnant. Lisa's best. I haven't been pregnant, but I'm the eldest of six, and my siblings mm. are like close enough to my age that my I remember my mother's being pregnant, and um, two families, mothers. Um, so uh, I think that's what isn't that what an epidural? Uh, no, not an epidural. There's like a special test that you have for different um, diseases that they take. Um, that they can take sometimes if they mm. think there's like a chance of there being something like and fetal I feel like alcohol maybe, syndrome or whatever or, or like um, down syndrome and stuff I'm pretty sure there is a kind of test that you can get but I don't know if it's taking blood from the fetus or if it's just a more involved yeah. inside thing yeah. uh, um, but no I, I did wonder that as well yeah I was just like listeners like took a lot send us your I mean I know they didn't take a lot for a grown person but for like I don't know how big this baby's supposed well, to be well it's not like they really care about no, the baby I know. Yeah. But I think, But just in terms of like what yeah. will happen. 
Um, we'll see. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, Roslyn. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you go. No, I was going to say, well, the babies like got the special blood. So maybe yeah. So they're now, I think now humans have an objective to keep the baby alive as well as mm. the Cylons who obviously want to procreate. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Rosalind makes this miraculous recovery. She's she's recovered so much that immediately she wants to go to the spokesperson of the resistance because, mm-hmm. you know, lady gets it done. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes to him and is like, you know, he's like totally different with her. He's like, we just want to be heard. And she's like, well, sure. If your people can understand our perspective, they can continue their beliefs, mm-hmm. which I agree with ideologically. Mm-hmm. Like I agree with her perspective that you can't just stomp it out. Like you can't be like Ty and be like, we'll kill you for dissenting. But be like, as long as you're like, understand our point of view. Yeah, I mean, this is another conversation we can have in themes. Okay. Um, anyway, two final scenes. Walter tells Six about how good he was for saving Sharon's baby, but she's not very impressed. She's just like, but do you love Gina? Um, and instead of replying, he goes to read the letter from Roslyn. Yep. I don't know why. He didn't and they read say it it's before. really mean, but I don't think it was that bad. I didn't think it was mean either. I thought she was, I was hoping that she was actually going to have written in her letter, like, I saw you with six before the thing, like with that woman, no, and I know you're a traitor. I know. Yeah. I know, Lisa. I was just hoping. Yeah. Girl can dream. But you know what? <laughs> if that had happened, you would have been like, I can't believe it was in the letter. This is true. This yeah. is true. So. Um, but it would have been like great just to mm. see her like burn him. But yeah, mm-hmm. he's still burned anyway because he's like a fragile little flower um so rips up the letter and then um six is like well our struggle is literally life and death which is touch dramatic in Mm -hmm. my opinion well the baby's safe now yeah exactly exactly Mm. um and then Rosalind goes to visit sharon and her fetus Mm -hmm. i guess belly in the brig um the guy jahi or whatever the leader of the rogues leaves um galactica a free man um and goes to Gina on Cloud Nine, which I guess we guessed they were working together. Mm. Um, but he's like, he, he tells her he thinks Roslyn will really support them. Gina doesn't agree. And then um, Jahi's like, well, you know, Bolter gave me this thing. He's going to work with us. He's going to help us. And he, op- he gets this briefcase. And we see it contains the nukes. Yeah. So question. When we first see this, whatever his face is, the head of the resistance, yeah, uh, he is, is he going through a security checkout to go on a plane? Because it looked like he was going through security when they do that scene where Bolter's like above him looking oh, down. Oh, not when we first see him, you mean, when he's leaving the Galactic Yeah, car. yeah. And so it looks like he's going through security. And I'm mm. like, how the fuck did they get a nuke through it's security? True. Maybe Bolter already put it on the plane? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. He seems to get away with heaps of shit that he shouldn't. But well, I, I mean, think it's like president. Yeah. And I also plot device. could just go on a plane with their luggage and not. It's like that episode of South Park where um, it's like the Barack Obama election against. Who was running against Barack Obama? John McCain? Yes. It was Obama and John McCain. And actually, they were both just trying to do a heist and so whoever won was like but they could only get there through the oval office oh it's like and then you're like i wonder what a president could get away with mm. just do people check their bags like you know like, i would argue we're seeing a lot of that right now yeah probably <laughs> but oh, yeah sad <laughs> drink up um anyway themes should we talk about oh themes? my god i just had terrorism written in capital letters do you want to expand on that capital yeah, letter I word? Just, I was just looking at, um, <laughs> at my beer and it's beautiful rainbow side. Mm. Mally on a Monday versus Lisa on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> my brain is fried. Um, okay, terrorism. Capital letters, explanation point. Um, so interesting thing when you talk about terrorist negotiation, um, 
there's a lot of stuff that happens with that. So like, mm. and a lot of the time when that happens, when they're legitimized, there's like a break off action. Mm. So like, um, uh, for example, like the IRA is a really like well-known and famous case of it where like they um, were brought into the political kind of sphere as mm-hmm. a party. Mm-hmm. And then there was like the real IRA that broke off that continued to be a terrorist group. Um, and then you have situations like in Colombia, shout out to Anna, who I think is from Colombia, um, with the FARC. Um, so they're at the mm. moment in negotiations with the government mm. and stuff like that. And there's a whole... The situation in Colombia is really, really super interesting. I've mm. got books about it. I should learn them to you. No, but really, because the America, actually, their interference in Colombia caused a lot of these problems because they kind of developed this, like... Um, uh, this kind of paramilitary organization to fight the FARC because they were co- communist. Um, anyway, that's a very big tangent. But you look at a lot of pla- like a lot of places, like a lot of different terrorist groups that have started to have participation, and um, it's just interesting. I would be interested to see whether or not um, this kind of alliance or whatever mm. with the president, mm. where they're like, oh, we'll, we'll dull down if that works for everybody. Um, or if there's like a section that breaks off that still wants to be terrorists. Does that make sense? Yes. Cool. Yes. Um, but then I also wondered like, what is justified in the fight for peace? Like, because that's a very interesting conversation that people have. Like mm. um, you look at a lot of, um, you know, rights that we would consider you and I uh, to be things that we should fight for. Mm-hmm. Um and so I guess I looked at it as like, on the one side, there's people blowing up this Tilium tank. Mm. On the other side, there's someone killing an unborn born child mm. without their parents' permission. Mm. Um, Just one sanctioned about, by the like governing forces yeah. and one's, you know, appalling. And I mean, to me, I've always seen terrorism as the war of people. Like, it's the same to me. Like, a war by a country and a terrorist mm. group is exactly the same. Not a, It's pretty much the same in my mind. It's mm-hmm. like, it's you're willing to die for for and fight for what you believe in and whether mm-hmm. that's something that I agree with or not like I just think that it's an interesting theme mm-hmm. um so that was mine do you have anything you want to add to that well I was interested to think about not so I knew you would bring up terrorism <laughs> so I didn't even um but I was wondering like do you think like this show leans a lot, a lot on the idea of um fate mm-hmm. and timing and like divine intervention you know a divine um Almost like coincidence, and, mm-hmm. and some people might interpret it as coincidence, then a spiritual person might, you know, interpret it as fate mm-hmm. um, versus science and logic. Yeah. And so, you know, do you think that it was um, Rosalind's time to go, or do you think that there was divine intervention because of her role in this fleet? You probably know what I'm going to say. Tell me anyway. Indulge no, me. I don't believe in divine intervention. Um, I just find it interesting, like, the show repeatedly does these kind of tropes of, like, mm. you know, miracles or, yeah. like, particularly with Rosalind because, I mean, she went, like, cray-cray God mm. last season or gods. Yeah. But then she also was, like, it's very kind of positioned as this, like, leader and, mm. and promised kind of chosen one. yeah. Um, no, I don't think it was divine. I think maybe that's what the show is doing. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, in the Battlestar Galactic universe, maybe there are gods. Mm. Like, I'm not one yeah. to say, or a god. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Um, but, um, yeah. No, fair enough. I just thought it was interesting how giving her all that time with the flashbacks and mm. whatnot, we see more of her and understand more of her, but like, or give her more kind of yeah. power. Um, but yeah, this is almost on the proviso that, oh, but she's about to die. Yeah, it was really interesting. Like, I mean... Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I just feel like they need to kill someone. <laughs> yeah, because you know, uh-huh. what, like it just feels like they're dangling the carrot. There's so thing. many people in that ensemble, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like to me sometimes like it's devastating, but sometimes it's better when characters just that's, die. That's like you know we talked about before, but that's one of the things I think Game of Thrones does really well. It's mm. not afraid to kill off main characters, mm. and I, I don't. But it's actually... not that I want her to go. No, no. But I just think they've done this too many times yes. now. Well, where they've had like, a Dharma, they've yep. had a Polo, they've yep. had Starbuck, they've yep. had Rosalind. Yeah. Um, they've had, I would argue, like, Starbuck multiple times, yeah. Apollo multiple times. Mm. Like, yeah. Just mm. don't kill off Gator. We like him. No. No Gator. <laughs> but, like, I think they need... Like, and I don't want any annoying characters to go, but I just don't want this to be a show that's, like... Afraid to kill off a main yeah, character. Yeah. I mm. like shows that are mm. not afraid to kill mm. off main characters. That's why I watch Joss Whedon. Except um, Buffy came back from the dead, like, five times, didn't she? <laughs> Three times. Yeah. Three times? Yeah, I think three times. Someone will come call in and call. <laughs> um, but they did kill off main characters. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, Very was... horrifically. Mm. Um, you will see when you eventually watch it one day. <laughs> one day. I love that she, you can see it in her eyes. She's just like, never, never, <laughs> ever, ever. <laughs> well. I keep watching know. shows on your recommendation. Yeah, it's true. I Maybe my recommendations are good. Mine are too. <laughs> we both have good taste. That's why this happened. Exactly. Um, my other thing that I had, um, uh, aside from the parabios and stuff we already talked about in detail, um, <laughs> is um, the ethics of military rule. Um, mm. Because I think that from our perspective, the way we see it is that when we look at Pegasus, when it comes along, that like the military rule is good. Like they've mm-hmm. really taken care of the fleet. But I guess from yeah. the sense of the fleet, um, they don't really see that. So Yeah, um, and it's kind of like they've spent this episode maybe arc um exploring the role of democracy versus Mm. military and i guess kind of coming out at a different perspective Mm. from season one where it was almost like yes we need democracy but we need the military like Mm. they're both two sides of the coin i feel like this season is much more like it's a knottier issue than just surviving it's like governing and Mm. and keeping the people happy and you know there's that thing as well sometimes where like when things are going well or and not as terrible. Yeah, it's like people just like I don't know. I've I've had this happen before in like mm. uh, jobs and stuff. I mean, jobs maybe that's a good way to go about it. Where it's like um, when things are plugging along really well, everybody kind of was like, "Oh, well, of course I expect this at least." And mm. and then they start to like complain, and then mm. it's like, and then when you like when something bad happens, then they're like, "Oh shit, this is actually really good what mm-hmm. we've got." Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a similar thing that's happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think it's kind of like that where it's like. Things have been okay for a while. Um, I mean, apart from that whole big beef with Pegasus. Mm. Um, but for the most part, like, they've, but, the yeah, they've battle got star water, has been... they've got fuel. Yeah, exactly. Like, they haven't found Earth yet, but they've got, like, a purpose now mm. because they've had the cobalt thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so maybe it's just that thing where it's, like, yeah, kind of mm. going to a point where, like, oh, they're like, oh, but everything's fine. But, mm. like, and I think it's a thing as well where sometimes it is that just invisible... It's like being a kid and your parents, like, pay for all the things mm-hmm. and you don't know how much... You know, that cost and you don't know how much work they do for it and you don't really understand it at all and then when you're an adult you look back when you're supporting yourself and you're like holy shit that was so much yeah. money yeah. and time and you're just like yeah it's kind of like that i think totally. they're like taking their safety for granted yeah yeah totally mm-hmm. and they have the yeah they have the luxury of being able to think like that because mm-hmm. they're not under immediate yep. peril yeah but we'll see about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we had two. We had very lean frack and Cylon counts this week compared mm. to the last two weeks. Only two fracks 
and well one fracking one frack and um three silence yeah so um, gina head six and sharon yeah yeah and i mean mvp i really gotta go gina's glasses but i think to discussion. I, I agree with gina's glasses <laughs> i know that there was like a baby fetus that saved like the president and that's um, not what the MVP you know is but i was about. yeah i was no. here for the glasses i yeah. came for the pink two-piece i stayed for the glasses. yeah absolutely <laughs> um or purple whatever it is mm. white and gold <laughs> <laughs> That could be true. <laughs> I could be wrong. The thing that got me about her, like her outfit, was the jacket that she had, because it was like it was like supposed to be like a jacket to go with this outfit, but then it sort of seemed like it had like a very like relaxed collar, like yes. it was almost like a hoodie. Because they're in another world, but they still wear pretty much the same clothes, except like not. But except it was just corners. Bizarre. Corners are different, guys. <laughs> it means everything. There I want to. There are mini corners. Are I mini want a conspiracy corners. theory about those corners because everything else is the fracking same except corners are just magically not there. Can you make triangles out of it? Because then it's the Illuminati. You can because they cut off the triangles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. We're all doing the Illuminati uh, action. Well, these two are. <laughs> uh, next episode, we will cover episode fourteen of season two. It's called Black Market. Guess we know what that might be about. Mm. Um, obviously, does that mean Zarek will be in it? Um, yeah, maybe. Seems I don't know. like he'd be involved. And Lisa, we can get rid of one of your spoilers. You have predicted Rosalind's going to live longer than a month. I think you have been proved correct. Yes. <laughs> what do I get? You. You get um, beer if there's any beer left. Yes. <laughs> don't forget, guys. You can follow us on Twitter or join our Facebook group. And um, our Facebook so- group is rubbish at the moment, but I'm going to leave it for another few weeks and see if it picks up. Okay. And if it doesn't, we're just going to stick to Twitter. <laughs> I tried. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah Red Hot Code. Um, and don't forget, leave us a review. Tell us what you think. Give us corrections. We love all of it. You can email us as well. We have a Gmail. It's beardsbeatsbsg at gmail.com. Yeah. Bye. Bye.